You are listening to the Take the Trip Foundation podcast. I'm Jason Carroll, and it's my honor to be the founding president and CEO of Take the Trip Foundation. And I'm Sissy Carroll, the inspiration behind the organization. Welcome back to the Take the Trip Foundation podcast. I'm your host, Gina Simeone. On today's episode, we have a very special guest, someone who kind of kickstarted this entire foundation into existence, Mr. Travis Ryan. So we have here with us Travis Ryan and the founder of the Take the Trip Foundation, Jason Carroll. And we wanted to have you both on today to really talk about the inception of the Take the Trip Foundation, because obviously you both were very instrumental in making this come to life. So without further ado, welcome, Travis. We're so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you, Gina. Appreciate you guys having me. Yes, it's. I feel like we should have had you a long time ago, but you know, life and schedules kind of get in the way. So it, it does. I know we've been trying to do this for a couple months now. Yeah, <laughs> but we're here, and that's all that matters. And that welcome, all the matters. Yes, and welcome, Jason. Happy to have you back on the show. Thank you. I mean, this is one of the podcasts I've been the most excited about because it wouldn't even be a thing without Travis. This this is this is so true. So before we get into all of that, Travis, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Who I am and what I do. Uh, so I have been with New York Life since I graduated from Coastal Carolina, which is kind of where our paths originally crossed back then, uh, probably about eighteen years ago now. But yeah, I started I with New York Life right after. I know, right? I started right after I graduated college. I've been with them for over fifteen years now. And I've just, I've seen a lot of what affects Jason's family in my career because part of my job is talking about people's life, their family, their health, their finances. And that's what we focus on is life insurance, investments, and retirement. So, you know, I kind of knew about what was going on. I saw it eight years ago, maybe nine years ago when everything originally happened. And then I saw the post back, I think it was maybe... February 2023, which kind of reignited everything for us. So you met Sissy. So, you know, as Travis said, we go way back. We 18 years back to the Myrtle Beach days when we all lived there and life was super simple and fun. And we just focused on what we were going to drink at the beach on Sundays. So we kind of did a lot of like fun events and we celebrated everybody's birthday. And I remember in particular one um, fun night out, we were celebrating all the June birthdays and Sissy's birthdays in June. And so we just had such a blast. And I know that, you know, especially that summer, I think that was summer of 2010 might've been the summer before. There was a bunch, they all just kind of meshed together, but you know, we really, we bonded as like a group, you know, and everybody was involved and Sissy was, you know, so instrumental in that. And she was so much fun um, back in the day. And, you know, we all became really good friends. So that's kind of the backstory as to how we all got to know each other. So when Sissy posted her update in February and Travis reached out to me and he's like, what can I do? Like, I was just like, wait, what you want to, he's, you want to send them on a trip. So you, you reached out asking about what they would want, or if there is anything that she had on her bucket list. Tell me about that. Yeah, it just, it kind of piqued my interest. You know, there's lots of people out there. They like donate into charities and, and, and this or that. 
for me, I've never been a big fan of doing those bigger firms just because I never know where the money's actually going. But when I can give it to someone like, you know, Sissy and Jason and their family and actually see that going to use and see that family benefit from it, that's kind of what I wanted to do for them. Cause I knew there was, you know, I've been lucky, like blessed where I can do that for people. Like I have the ability to do that. And I wanted to see that someone I actually know um, and be able to help them out in that way. That was so amazing. So yeah, when I, I got your text, I was like, okay, I'm so I I text Sissy and I was like, hey, so you remember Trav? <laughs> and she's like, of course. I said, he wants to send you on a trip. She's like, well, the first thing out of her mouth was like, I'm not leaving my boys. And I was like, no, this would be for you and Jason and Jackson, your son. Um, and she was like, wait, are you, are you for real? Like, is this for real? Like Trev, it's been so long, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So she was so excited. So now I'm going to pass it over to Jason. So she gets this news, Jason, take it from here. Yeah. I mean, the first thing she did is, well, she told me the news and, and immediately felt like guilty or like that she shouldn't say yes, because because you know we could afford her own trip, but when you're going through a tragedy, a traumatic time like that, your your brain is all foggy, and the caregiver as well as the patient, they both have their own concerns and fears about the future, and a lot of times families will start to you know, pinch pennies and and be hesitant because they don't really the future their futures are uncertain. So I told her, I said, let's just say yes. Let's just say yes. Let's let somebody do something nice for us. You know, when people go through this, sometimes people bring food over to your house. They might help with laundry. They might come cut your grass. And this guy, he, he wants to send us on a trip. So let's do it. And she agreed to it. And it was, it was special to not only not have to pay for this travel, but also not have to deal with planning the travel because that in itself is is stressful enough. But we talk about these small, you know, small things. It could be something as big as a trip, or it could be just something to make that family be seen, um, feel special, bring some hope, bring some joy to their lives, and that's that's exactly what that did for us. And it really moved us so much that, as I've told others in the past, Jack and I prayed on it that night. We talked about doing nice things for other people. And especially when they're going through tough times, you you never know what might come of it or what kind of impact it will have on their lives. That is just so amazing that all of that happened. And then so... So with the trip itself, like before we get into how take the trip even started. So the trip itself. So you agree to this trip. Travis books all the uh, the airlines and the hotels. And um, so him and I like picked up this hotel. And then I messaged my friend Goldie down in Miami, very well known in the Miami space. So then he um, said, no, you got to go to this hotel. And then so we set Jason and Sissy up with the owners of this hotel. And then we wrangled a bunch of the friends from the Myrtle group that, you know, we all went out with everybody kind of chipped in and we're like, here's some spending money. Here's the trip so that it really was a true all expenses paid 
trip because that Trav, that was your vision, right? Like you wanted to do this big thing for them so that they didn't have to worry about a thing, even though, as Jason says, they could afford their own trip. Yeah, it was. I remember when I saw I was uh, railing my daughter, she had just gone to bed and I was still laying, I was laying on her floor with the crib next to me and toys scattered all around. Um, and I saw, I just kind of, you know, that's when I reached out to you about it, but that was the goal was to have the all expenses paid trip, just do something for them. Nice. Regardless of if they could do it themselves or not. It was more just the purpose behind it, just to do something for, you know, family that's having tough times. Yeah. And um, I remember telling you, I was like, I don't, you know, whatever it is, if they want to go to Costa Rica, you know, wherever they want to go, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, um, we wanted to, we wanted to send you out of the country, but at that time in booking flights, A, it was astronomical and B, it was like four hour layovers, you know, nothing was direct. And, you know, with Sissy's condition, you know, we didn't want to take any chances with anything and especially being out of the country just in case. So we ended up landing on uh, the most tropical place that was on the East Coast that we could think of. So uh, Miami was it. But so you get this trip, you go on the trip. First of all, how was the trip? It was special because there wasn't anything that we had to stress over. Friend, you know, friends had put together spending money for us. We were treated like royalty. Jack has kind of become a hotel snob over the years like he's a <laughs> travel advisor or something yeah. so we walk in and the gms greet us at the door and they walk us into the pastry shop coffee shop to you know let us pick out some pastries and one of them brings over a, a stuffed animal for jackson i guess the hotel mascot little turtle and and Jack ended up calling it Oscar because Oscar was the GM that took care of us the whole week down there. Aww. But just the level of service and, and you talk about, you know, the sunniest place you could find that's inside the United States. I mean, that, that, that resort, the amenities, the accommodations, like the treatment that you got is right up there with majority of the all-inclusive resorts we've ever traveled to in the past. What's the name of this hotel, this amazing hotel? Cadillac Hotel and Beach Resort. And if anyone is ever looking to go down there, I couldn't recommend it anymore. They, I, I know for a fact that the management there, they treat others with the same amount of respect, making them feel like VIPs like they did for us. That's amazing. Um, That's it's so awesome. beautiful, yeah. So Travis, so part of your job, as you were saying, is supplying people with life insurance so that you can make sure that they're set up for the rest of their lives or their families, God forbid something happens to them. Jason, you and I were talking a couple months ago and you mentioned that Sissy did not have life insurance. No, she didn't. But we were, I mean, she was what, 32 years old. I was 31. Um, we had just had our, our first child and she didn't. And, and that was... That, that makes things that, that intensifies the pressure on, you know, the surviving loved one. I, I just think that looking back, I'm, I'm now the hugest advocate. I, I think that any individual, the moment they, they get married or they start their career and get their first home, they should have a life insurance policy in place, especially at an earlier age It's so much more affordable, but still it's um, I don't think you can put a, 
price tag on it that that is is not worth the investment because when your loved one is left behind and it's totally unexpected, and once your PTO runs out, that's it. And it's unfortunate because there's so many widows and widowers out there who don't have the opportunity to step back from work and focus on themselves so they can be at their best for their children. And they instead have to go straight back to work and bury themselves in that. And I've seen individuals who, who did that very thing. And then eight, nine, 10 years down the road, they realized they never addressed the the issues uh, with their mental health. It, impacted their entire life and compounded and just got worse over time. So I think it's, I think it's something that everybody needs to look into and and definitely the uh, reach out to our boy, Travis Ryan. I mean, well, let's, so, let's, let's so, pay it forward to this guy. You know, for yeah, making so, that trip happen, for making, take the trip, come to life, yes. reach out to him. He'll take good care of you. Um, Travis. So if you could give us a little bit of advice um, about, getting life insurance when should somebody get life insurance can you know is it possible after they've been diagnosed with with an illness what's the best way to go about that best time to do it is when you are young and healthy Uh, and it's i I preach it all the time i practice it myself and i've seen it on both sides of the fence and what i mean by that is i have you know i've been doing this 15 years now so i have paid millions and millions in death claims to individuals and clients who have passed away. Uh, you know, some of them are 90 and some of them are in their 20s and everywhere in between. So you never know. It's nobody knows, you know, people who are in the obituary this weekend didn't expect to be there. And so when I'm talking to my clients, humans by nature procrastinate. I'll do it. I'll think about it. I'm, I'm gonna be fine. I'll, I'll get to it. It's never a priority. Yeah. But once you get to that point where you do need it, and what I mean by that is after like a medical, something medically happens or once somebody does pass away, either one of those events obviously are too late because once you're diagnosed with something, usually you can't qualify for life insurance in most cases, depending on what it is. And so you want to do it when you're young and healthy. I always tell people uh, when you're getting engaged, getting married, buying a house, expecting a child, or have a child, those are all big life-changing events where you need to have life insurance. And if someone does pass away prematurely, what it allows for is the remaining family members, obviously their life is never going to be the same, but what it does is allows them to have financial flexibility and freedom to choose to work instead of having to work a job or two jobs. It gives them the ability to pay off the house instead of having to sell the house and move back in with their parents. It just gives complete freedom. And all it takes is a little bit of time to plan for it. So if you are in the market of any of those things, don't wait. Don't wait because life is precious. Life is short. Trav, how does this kind of make you feel as far as like, you know, something that you're able to do? And I know you said that you see a lot of this with your clients and stuff, but being able to see someone that you know and who's going through this hard time, how did this kind of affect you? It's a, it was one of the first things I was probably able to do where it was like kind of closer to home and just being able to see them enjoy that, be able to have a fun time. I saw the pictures from the trip. I knew it was worthwhile. 
you know, it was, it wasn't inexpensive. It wasn't crazy expensive. You know, the money doesn't even matter. It was more just to make sure that they had that experience. And then hearing about it, you know, I talked to Jason, I talked to Sissy, I talked to Jackson, they all, you know, were saying, thank you. Thank you. And telling me about it. So I, I hope one day I can go down there, maybe on my next Miami trip, stay there myself, kind of see these people that treated them so well, see what it's all about. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> and so obviously we know Take the Trip Foundation was born from this experience. So just to give our listeners a little bit of background as exactly how it came to be. So, and I know you guys have heard this story before, um, but Jason, so after doing this trip, getting this incredible gesture of goodwill and then starting the Take the Trip Foundation, you know, looking back on the process so far, and it's been, you know, I mean, what are we talking like maybe seven, six months that it's been in fruition and it's already become leaps and bounds. Tell me where the Take the Trip is now and how it's starting to help people. Well, we've seen firsthand that it's, it makes a huge impact in, in the, these patients' lives. Uh, there, there's a big focus on in the cancer community for research and and for chill, you know, children and certain age groups and small little wish lists. But there's really nothing out there quite like what Take the Trip Foundation offers. And and we, we basically the experience that we saw down there, we realized that wait, we can put on an all inclusive experience here in the United States. And that's a big deal for patients because not every patient is going to have a passport or um, have the ability to do a four hour layover or anything like that. So we saw it there and we immediately talked to the GM and I said, how would you feel about this? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And they've made it so easy and effortless, you know, to, to send a family down there, um, they're, they're amazing partners and they've done so much for us. Um, right now, we've, you know, after some of our families, we see them get back and we kind of realize that, well, we've lived that same nightmare. You go on that nice trip and a lot of times you don't know if it's going to be your last trip you ever take with your family. And we all know how it can be really a huge bummer on your last day of vacation and knowing that you got to get back to work and all the responsibilities of kids and everything else. But for a terminally ill family, you're not sure if you're ever going to get that experience again. So it really weighs heavy. And then they return to the treatments and all the other responsibilities and the reality of being the sick family. So there's other things beyond the trip that, we're realizing that we can help by partnering with our community and, and other organizations and small businesses that are compassionate in the same way. So right now, yes, we've, you know, we've sent two families so far on their trips. We were able to have our first uh, experience. Uh, we had a patient that couldn't travel. So we put together an amazing experience at UGA. They were able to put together a video for the for the patient from the football team. Uh, Classic City Collective is the NIL collective for UGA, and we're oh, talking two time national champions that you know they want 
to do good in the community with their their student athletes. And so we actually just announced our partnership with them long term. And it could lead to other opportunities to work with other schools, but it, it gives us a really fun opportunity to there might be alumni or something that that donate tickets in the future or come together to put together a great experience in combination with the student athletes helping out as well. So that's a really fun uh, project for us. And it was special because the amount of emotion that we saw on this patient's face whenever he saw that video was just it ripped it ripped it ripped my heart out of my chest, but it also reminded me of, of why we're doing this. Because in the darkest of times, we want to be a little bit of light to these uh, these families. And if if at all possible, with the trip, it's a temporary escape um, from you know what awaits them at home. But in this situation with UGA, we uh, and, and Thomas Lane was the patient. He was able to take his eight year old daughter to her first Georgia game. And that meant the world to him and having the team hit him up and encourage him to make it to the game when they didn't know if he was, it was day to day at that time. And I, th- I think he was about five days after the game that he passed away. And so that was the the final experience for his family and, and just had a huge impact on their lives. And that's what it's all about guys. It's, it's about memories and but when you when you you're sick and you're you're going through what our family went through and a lot of other families they they pump the brakes and they live life cautiously and we know sissy she did not she wasn't pumping any brakes so no. that's why you know travel she definitely for was her, not pumping any brakes yeah I mean travel for her was it was setting a new milestone a new benchmark like a new goal to meet and something to look forward to and plan for. And I, I truly feel, I mean, I'm, I'm strong in my faith. God had a big part of, of her being with us as long as she, she was. But I know that travel was something that brought her to life and new experiences. And I know that she left this world with no regrets. That's she awesome. lived an amazing life that uh, a lot of people are fortunate enough for. And this world's definitely nowhere close to the same without her. Um, but we want to show other people that when that news comes and and it seems like your world's turned upside down, that there's people out there that care. And we're building a, a community that, that can support these families, caregivers who can support other caregivers, you know, not only through the process of, of you know, the transition with their their loved one, but also beyond when the world gets quiet and things get really lonely. So, yeah. well, that's that's. I mean, it's all such an incredible story. And Travis, how do you feel? You know, looking at this, did you ever think that just offering up this trip would turn into such an amazing foundation and opportunity for people going through the same thing? When I first did it, uh, you know, and. and talk to you. I didn't really think anything further of then it was going to benefit the family, but then seeing the months and days go by and Jason called me and told me kind of what they were thinking of doing. I thought it was pretty amazing to see it, you know, paying it forward, essentially what I had done for them, they wanted to do for another family. So to know that it started from just a little, little thought and they turned into something much bigger. It was really amazing to see. 
It it really is. And it, and the fact that you've already sent two families plus this experience in just six months, I mean, and, you know, unfortunately, we all lost Sissy in August. So I know, Jason, you've been going through a tough time the last couple of months, but you haven't taken your foot off the gas. And because I know you have a bigger purpose right now and you're doing things for her and for Jackson and to, you know, keep this legacy going. And the next event we have going on, tell them real quick, Trav, you're going to have to come. Um, we have a golf tournament coming up in May in Charlotte area. Quickly, Jason, tell us, we, we're running out of time, but tell us real quick where the golf tournament is. Yeah, so it's going to be here in Charlotte, uh, South Charlotte, or Old Sycamore Golf Plantation. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have um, a lot of extra things besides just your standard golf tournament. Uh, some live music afterwards during the reception, as well as the caddy group is going to be coming in and uh, participating as well. Uh, so yeah, there's a great right. opportunity. Megan Tarmy uh, from the caddy group. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think she'll spice it up and, and help us stand out and uh, really set the bar for uh, for future events. So that's going to be May 13th, and uh, it's going to be our first major event. It's going to take a lot of work, and if there's any of you out there that is following us, We're that's passionate about the story, and, We're and, and wants volunteers. to help out, we need you. So, uh, yeah. yeah. We'll Mark really your calendar, Trap. Mark your calendar, May 13th. Oh, I remember the day well. It's my birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's your birthday on May 13th. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? See? And when, when is your next child due? Uh, April 23rd. Oh, okay. So this is going to be cutting it a little close. We'll yes. see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll play it by ear. But yeah, Travis is expecting his second. Um, so this is very exciting. Congratulations to you guys for that. Thank you. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing the story. It was really, you know, it was really something that Jason wanted to do from the start was to get Travis on here because, and although Trav doesn't need any accolades, what you did for them really started a snowball of goodwill and paying it forward. And so we are looking forward to the Take the Trip Foundation doing a lot of good things in the world and helping a lot of people that are going through similar situations, um, especially with not only with sending them on the trips, but as a support system as well, because Jason has really become an advocate for male caregivers, caregivers in general, um, someone that can help people get through these difficult times, because as you said, it is hard to reach out and ask for help. And there's not many people that know exactly what you're going through. So um, if anybody out there is going through anything similar, Jason is ready and willing to help you through that. So thank you, Jason, for doing all that. And thank you, Travis. I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. And um, Travis, how can someone get a hold of you if they were interested in chatting with you further about this? I have a uh, social media on LinkedIn, uh, also a Facebook page. My office line direct is 843-497-3318. Um, they can also, if they know you or know Jason, feel free to reach out to either one of you who can get in contact with me, but any of those are fine. Awesome. Well, thank you again. God bless you, Travis. God bless yeah. you. Thank you for all you've done. You're very welcome, my man. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Take the Trip. We are excited about the future of this foundation and the impact it will have on our communities and those in need of an escape from the realities associated with having very little time to be with their families. Please follow us and subscribe to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram 
and leave us a five-star review, y'all. Until next time, bless and be blessed.